This is a good one. How to identify red flags in your current job and signs you've gotten too comfortable? Um, okay, let me give you a few things that pop into my head about when you feel like you've signs you might have gotten too comfortable in your job. Um, number one, you've stopped learning. Um, and I think that has two components to it, which is one, you've stopped asking for feedback. So you're not learning by allowing others to challenge you. And you've stopped seeking a challenge. Like you've stopped looking for those things that put you outside of your comfort zone in your job. You stopped saying, you know, putting your hand up for new opportunities or you stopped looking for professional development or, yeah, I would say all grouped within that kind of idea that you've stopped learning. The second sign I think that comes to mind is that you've stopped challenging. You stopped pushing Mm. back on things. So, you know, you're in a meeting and someone says, hey, you know, what do you think we should do? And you advocate for your idea and they go, I don't think it's a good idea. And you go, cool, whatever. I give up. What's the point in trying anyway? You've stopped challenging. You've stopped pushing the the boundaries or looking for opportunities to make things better. Um, The other thing in your role when you stop challenging is you've stopped looking for ways to improve your role or to to add value to the business, to the organization. You're just doing what is required of you. And I think when you're in that thriving role, you're always going, how do I make this better? How do I create more opportunity Mm. for the business? Or how do I solve more problems or more complex problems? Um, So you've stopped learning, you've stopped challenging. And the third thing that comes to mind is that you've you've stopped sharing stories with your friends, Um, which seems like a strange one. But when you, you find when you're in a job that you love, when you show up on Friday night to drinks and they ask you about your week, you love sharing stories about work. Um, I, I don't know what you're like, Shell, but I, in my business, if people, when I catch up with friends, I always want to talk about my business. Um, it's not like I want to get conversation that gets me away from work because mm. work is so much, such, such a big component of my life and the thing that lights me up that I want to tell stories about what I've been doing for work, who I've been working with, what I've been experiencing. And so maybe it's not the most obvious kind of red flag, but I think it's a big, big, big one where people want to ask you about work and you're like, oh, don't ask me about work. Yeah, that... That's, I wouldn't have thought about that, but now that you say it, like going out to dinner, I want to talk about my business. I want to talk about, it's like my baby. I want to talk about it. Like I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think when you are in a, a job that's engaging and energising, you're excited by it, even though there's challenges and there's stuff yeah, that like is stressful. But I was thinking, Shane, about some of the other ideas of like what signs or little red flags I see when you're either getting comfortable or maybe red flags in your job in general. And I think there's a couple of things. You've already touched on a few of them. I reckon when you start to get that sense of apathy, just a low care factor, I think when we stop caring, and this is tricky because there's a tension, like sometimes we care too much and that can be unhealthy. But sometimes when we care too little, that's a sign of like, we're completely apathetic and detached. And I don't think that's helpful either. So that's usually like a little red flag for me. Um, Mm. Defensiveness is a red flag when there's defensiveness to feedback, when there's defensiveness to owning mistakes or a lack of vulnerability. That's again, like a big red flag for me. And the other one that I find is a red flag is silence when people can't speak up, if you have a culture where people can't speak up or can't have difference of opinion and we don't, we're not allowed to disagree or there's taboo kind of subjects that we, we're not allowed to speak about, like that stuff is really concerning to me uh, when it comes to culture, when it comes to your job situation. So I don't know, there'd be some of my like 
more subtle red flags. Do you have any others that you see in terms of cultural health that are like those earlier warning signs? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, it's interesting because I I, I want to know what the the kind of meaning behind comfort is like how do you know when you've gotten too comfortable in your role I think we've touched a little bit on maybe you're in the wrong role or in an unhealthy role there's some elements of that woven into it but comfortable is I think you know you've got too comfortable when you've everything just feels like it's easy and you don't have to think about things you don't have to show up to work and consider it's almost like you go into autopilot. You know when you're driving somewhere mm. and you get to the destination and you're like, I don't even remember how I got here. <laughs> like if you're going home at the end of the day going, I don't even know what I worked on, what the significance of it was, I can just switch off my brain and work throughout the day and then just clock off it at the end of the day and not even really think about it. I reckon that's probably a sign that you might be too comfortable in your role. Um, and I think probably the big one that, that stands out for me is that you've just stopped putting yourself out there for opportunities. Um, so someone, you know, comes into the, into your team and says, hey, we've got an opportunity for someone to do a secondment role over in this other department or, we, you know, we've got a chance for someone to lead a project outside of the scope of your normal role and you're like, eh, nah, sounds like a lot of effort to me and you're just happy to sit in autopilot. I reckon those might be some internal signs that you're just, you're just comfortable. And I think the other thing we need to just recognise is maybe that is some people's life. Maybe they're just okay being in that space where work as a value for them is just to show up and do what they need to do and then go home. Um, so, yeah, I think we have to define what comfort looks like for us and what what we really want in a job. And this maybe comes back to the values conversation we had. Do we want to be in a role that challenges us? Do we want to be in a role where we, op- we have opportunity to grow and learn or to progress? And if none of those things are important to you, then maybe you're not worried about being in a comfortable job, you know? Yeah, and I think there is a difference between comfort and stability. So some people want stability and that sense of security and that gives them a level of comfort. But the interesting thing with with stability and security, you need to change in order to keep having it. If we think about our phones and our ComBank app, if you've got ComBank on your phone, they continually upgrade the security systems And that gives us a level of comfort Mm. and that gives us a level of stability. There is continual change happening in that space in recognition that that landscape is complicated as we know. And so for us in our jobs, if we want stability and security, we have to change. And that's the paradox of it. We have to be comfortable with change and that gives us over time more more kind of sense of career security and some of those things that really matter. And so I think some it's like this it can be a little bit of an illusion if we're comfortable, we're secure, but I don't think that's the case. Mm. I think if you're comfortable, and I heard someone say in a workshop I was running, Shane, a while back, they're like, you could only cruise downhill. And they were kind of talking about this idea that 
if you want to have some growth, if you want to grow as a person, if you want to see that upward growth in a business that you're part of, there's going to be challenge and there's not going to be maybe that sense of cruisiness. But if you want to have stability in your career, if you want to have longevity, if you want to have security, you're going to have to embrace discomfort at times. You're going to have to change and adapt with things that come along. But the good thing with that is it gives you more opportunity down the track and it gives you more sense of stability in your career. And I've said stability about 80,000 times in that 30-second <laughs> rant. I don't know if any of that resonates with you though, Shane. No, I love it. I think it's great. I think if you think about your organisation as a train hurling down the track, you might go, it's more comfortable just to get off the train and sit on the platform, um, but your organisation will keep moving on without you. And so you might have been more comfortable, but you'll eventually get left behind. I think that's probably a good sign that maybe you've gotten too comfortable is if you're the anchor in your team, like if you're the person who's constantly going, oh, it's too hard, if everyone's kind of slowing down to kind of come back to your level of things, I reckon those are some, some warning signs. If, you, if you're being told that you're a bit of the anchor in the group, uh, then that, I, would be, I would have some concerns about that. Yes, that is good. And it's a good, it's a really good question. I think it's something that we all need to ask from time to time. Am I getting too comfortable? Do I need to change things up? Do I need to challenge myself more? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.